from the I don't know what to say. I'm just speechless. To the We see all sorts of life-changing moments at McKinney competitions. How would you react? Cars, houses, tech bundles and more. From just £2 a ticket. No purchase necessary. For competitions, rules and conditions, see mckinneycompetitions.com Say something or or move something, please. Just let us know you're here. He was a lady, could you make a loud bang? Oh, for sure. Oh, the complete devil has walked over my grave. Uh, what, what they are are actually Russian soldiers who fought in World War II, and what happens is it's, they're called the Immortal Regiment, and we have all their Russian families are now living in Ireland. So their memory is kept alive, and their story is told every year, especially on, on the second weekend of May, because that's when they celebrate uh, victory. Here's And he said he worked here. Yeah. How do you know the And the things and the thing went off exactly, exactly the same time. host Elaine Ingram. I said I'd love to go on a ghost hunt after our recent podcast with Sharon Moan and regretted it immediately because I'm a big scaredy cat. But as you can hear from those clips, I was kindly invited by Sharon to join her and her paravent crew at the Irish Military War Museum in Colin. I was absolutely petrified, um, but it turns out there were a lovely bunch, as you'll hear, and they really looked after me on what was a truly spooky night. First of all, the museum owner, William Sullivan, took me on a fascinating tour of the museum before the lights went out and I went back in with the gang and we called the spirits out. There were footsteps, voices and bumps in the night. And we had a break after that and then uh, where we got to meet the crew and then we went back in um, for a really terrifying seance. So let's have a listen to how the night unfolded. So I'm here with William and um, the lights are on in here right now. So he's going to take me through the museum and show me around a little bit before it gets dark and really, really scary. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a bit about it. Well, welcome to the madness. Um, This this is a a privately run museum. Uh, In 2014, we opened the doors. Uh, and we were 5,000 square feet. And in 2017, we added uh, another 10,000 square feet to the museum. So it's 15,000 square feet inside. And I was saying to you a minute ago, it's, it's, it's really in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, well, this, this, um, I'm from farming background and this is part of the farm. And, that's, I, and I wanted to keep close yeah. to the roots, to be honest with you. That's the way I was looking at it. And then we owned the land. So it was the way it, it worked out very well for us. It's just the way I wanted it, you know, yeah. so... Um, what you're looking at here is, is, is 45 years of me picking up bits and pieces and, and developing it and, and turning it into uh, Ireland's first ever museum of World War One, World War Two. We do Napoleonic, we do uh, First Gulf War. So we, we cover everything um, through the museum and 97% of the stuff here is original uh, to the yeah. period. You know, uh, it's just, it's just, it's, it's it, a, it's we're a hobby gone mad. Oh, it's totally, <laughs> totally mad, you know. Uh, and what do you think of all of these... Um, 
ghostly rumours and no, <laughs> I've I've listened. I, I I'm not used to it at this stage. I don't see it anymore, and and, and people will be literally there. don't see it anymore. And or have you ever I, seen anything? No, no. I often I've, I've often seen things going on here. Stuff would move. Stuff would, would be doors would close that that shouldn't close. Uh, doors would open that shouldn't open because they're in springs and they shouldn't open. Um, and and you'd see shadows. You'd see. I've seen a lot of stuff, you know. And and you, you hear a lot of movement in here, and and people talking, and and stuff. You just you're here on your own, and you hear people walking across the floors in the storage room upstairs, and you know you're the only one in the museum because the door is shut and locked in the storage room, you know. So and you'd hear boxes being moved around, and that must be really scary. Would you be hearing your own when you hear things like oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. Does that not bother you? No, no, it wouldn't bother me at all. And would no. you be the type of person now that would be? would believe in a lot of stuff like that anyway no. or now because I'm here I'm down here with Paravan crew and I decided that I'm going to be their um scully to their Mulder right because <laughs> <laughs> clearly we need to have you know some balance in all of this so I'm going to be skeptical about the whole thing and just see what happens <laughs> yeah well I think um I I've never been here when something hasn't happened. Really? Oh uh, no, that means something is going to happen. No, well, uh, but it, uh, it could be orbs on on, on, on the night vision uh, uh, cameras, or or you'll hear something moving, or you'll see shadows, or you know, there's there's a lot of things going to happen. Well, I, I, I don't know if they will or they won't, but I, it always happens. When, I've always seen it, you know, okay. uh, but I pass no heed of it, you know. See, I don't mind that so much because we're here in a group, but I've got to drive home on my own after this <laughs> through those country roads. But you're out of here. <laughs> you I know, know. what if something comes with me? <laughs> ah, I think you're okay now. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the, the history of the, the site here, um, this was called the Famine Field during the famine. Um, okay, right. And uh, an awful lot of people died around here. Uh, and then beside us was a hedge school. So during the famine time, you weren't allowed to have schools, so they were having to do taught, it. Taught Irish when they weren't allowed to speak yeah, Irish. and that's it, like, yeah. you know. Um, so, and I only learned that in the last six months. Oh, really? So, so yeah. you didn't know it was on that side? No, I didn't know. Yeah, I hadn't a clue now, you know. So I wonder if that got anything to do with it then. Well, I think it might. But um, when, when, when we're walking through here, like you're in the World War One section, uh, what you'll see here is debris from World War One, And like, this is stuff that we actually picked up off the battlefields of the Somme and, wow. and we're walking through it and you'll see stirrups of horses and you'll see uh, you'll just see a lot of bits and pieces but it's all original you yeah. know so we'll have a walk through it okay. so this was all found in the Somme battlefield the, 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 these were used for barbed wire hanging barbed wire and um, that's called a, a pig's tail because it looks like a pig's tail yeah it's all it's swirl yeah yeah it's, it's, it's like a corkscrew it's like a corkscrew that's exactly what it looks like now the reason for this was very simple in World War One, you were sent into no man's land at night time to hang barbed wire and if you went out with a sledgehammer and posts and it's two o'clock in the morning and you're hitting posts in the ground you're going to hear right oh yeah feet and away. so obviously you don't want to make, be making any noise yes so the, the, what the, this is actually a German invention and uh, the idea was that you put a piece of wood through there, and the reason you put wood through there is that wood against metal doesn't make as much noise as metal against metal. So if you have... Well, that makes sense, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, compared to... Okay, that's... Yeah. You know. So the idea was you, you corkscrew that into the ground mm-hmm. till it got up to there. So you put it about a foot into the ground, and then you hung your barbed wire on it, and you left it there. Now, this is a British one. A British one has a nice roundish top. And the German ones had a spike. I, I always say the Germans uh, just, well, the British were more health safety conscious than the Germans ever were. Didn't want you to get hurt before you got shot the next day. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's that type of stuff, you know. 
Um, wow, that's really interesting. It's different, you know, it's like yeah. the gas masks there. You have all the different types of gas masks, but the, the end one is my favourite one, it's the German one. And the early ones were made out of dog skin. Right. And the reason they made them out of dog skin was because uh, horses, sheep, goats, uh, all sweat. Right. Dogs don't. Oh. So the gas can't get through the skin. So you get 10 gas masks out of an Alsatian, you'll get 12 out of a St. Bernard. No point using the Jack Russell. So you, 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 you researched all this stuff yourself to oh, yeah, find out, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of stuff you don't learn in school. No, but it's, it's, now here we are in COVID times and, and we're back wearing masks again. You yeah, know? I know. I was just thinking that. Could, uh, you'd scare somebody <laughs> with a few of them now. Yeah. <laughs> but you just get the idea of bits and pieces. So the story is the whole way around the whole museum, yeah. you know. So you just get an idea. As you're walking through the trenches, you'll see more debris from World War One and... You'll see some shell art. Shell art is art made out of shells. The guys did it in the trenches when they were bored. And it kept them occupied. I always say it's like today's Xbox or PlayStation for kids. That they're busy doing this. Um, you have to remember that that um, the youngest uh, soldier killed in World War One was 12. Yeah. 12? You know, was 12. Oh, wow. He was, uh, sorry, he, he was actually got and he was brought home. He actually fought in the Somme. He was a machine gunner. So they yeah. just needed bodies. Well, that's just that's just just it. Like they, re- they estimated about a uh, quarter of a million were under the age of eighteen. Uh, and, when, and when you actually stop to think about yeah. that for a second, it's really horrific. Yeah, and and, and what an awful lot of people don't realise then is, is is like you've no passport. You're not. It's not your driver license. Driver's license. You know. You you you, yeah. <laughs> you went in and you just they you just asked you what age you were. Yeah, and that's it. And an awful lot of, of boys used to write the number eighteen and on on a piece of paper and put it in the shoe. And and when the sergeant had said, "What age you at?" Well, I'm over eighteen. They had to, Was it over eighteen? Well, it was. It was supposed to be eighteen. 18 you know. I thought so it was 16. now they would take you when you were seventeen because by the time you got the training, you were eighteen. Then by the time yeah. you were ready for action. But listen, you were getting only a couple of months training by the end of it. Like you know, so it didn't matter. You know, um, this is all German World War One. So you just get the ideas in bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, and then you have French. American and and British uniforms of World War One. Um, oh. I always think say the French started World War One wearing red trousers and a red hat and a dark navy jacket. They looked absolutely fantastic. I was going to say they looked very away. glamorous. Yeah, so they looked well but from three miles They would have stu- yeah, they would have stood out. They wouldn't have been very good at the old camouflage now. And, and that's it. <laughs> uh, now they, they changed the sky blue, and the idea of the sky blue was that the the thinking was when they're attack- attacking, they'll be coming over the horizon. Yeah, so, uh, so that it would blend in with the sky, but ninety-five percent of the time they were always charging up hills. So yeah, it's always it would kind of make more them. sense because yeah. you're relying on the ground, crawling through muck and everything. It makes more sense to to be the, the color That's of, it. you know, well, mud know, and grass. We know the British one worked because uh, um, the the German army complained, saying it was too hard to see them. You know, so because if you're in a field that's been ploughed up by artillery shells, yeah, uh, it, it blends in. You know, yeah. so you just get the idea. Yeah, and trees pieces. and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you just see some of the, the machine guns there. That, that's the original 1914 Vickers. Uh, that's an, uh, a 1918 uh, MG-08 machine gun. That's German World War One. And, and then you have the Lewis gun there as well. So, you, so we'll head on around the corner and we'll have a look at some of the World War Two stuff. Okay. This is great. Uh, horses. Um, I always say uh, uh, 250,000 horses left Ireland to go to, to France. About between 8 and 12 came back. That's all. Um, the rest were actually slaughtered for food after the war because it was actually cheaper to leave the equipment there than it was to bring it home. Wow. Um, a, a estimated 16 million horses were used in World War One. when you think of it that way. Really? Uh, we couldn't put a real horse in, but that's real no. horse poo behind it. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Oh, look at this. This like, looks like yeah, it's yeah. something, something uh, that you'd see in a movie. Well, that's it. You're into World War II now. Um, and so we've left the World War I section and we're now into World War II. So this is the uh, Russian section. So we're actually the only museum in Ireland to have actually a, a full display of Russian equipment. Uh, so you just get an idea of the whole... So uh, you have the motorbike here with the sidecar. Yep, yeah, and, and all the uh, rifles that they would have used in World War uh, Two, uh, pistols, uh, machine guns, and the different types of uniforms. So you have the winter uniform there, quilt jacket, quilt trousers. Uh, then um, beside that, you have a female artillery officer's uniform. Uh, and then beside that, you have a, a summer uniform and then a sniper's uniform. God, they have different uniforms for different seasons. Yeah, well, you had to I know, it's something you don't think about. You yeah. just think that they just have the uniform, wouldn't you? Well, you have to remember now, uh, Russia was down to minus uh, 40 yeah. at times. So you have to imagine... Uh, y y I don't know if that will keep you warm. Well, it was better than what the... What the hell was that? Yeah, that was... That happens here all the time, you know, yeah. Okay, anybody, <laughs> everybody listen to that. Did you obviously must have heard that, and it wasn't a radiator creaking. That was somewhere yeah, above I, us. <laughs> I, I would suspect it's basically the roof. Uh, I would say it's, it's the temperature changing, and the metal might be just okay. moving a bit. That's what I'd put it down to. Okay. Uh, that, All right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, li I don't even hear that. No, we're not listening to that. That was nothing, okay? <laughs> um, so you just get an idea of the bits and pieces. Uh, you have the Canadian equipment here, so this is all Canadian. Uh, from there on, and uh, just gives you an idea of some of the Canadian equipment. Uh, post an ACAT gun made to shoot down V1 rockets coming over from uh, from uh, France over to England. Uh, the problem with this was it didn't land in England till late '44. So hold on, what is it again? A post an ACAT gun. It's made by Canadians to shoot down. It's anti-aircraft. Oh wow! Uh, but this was made to shoot down the V1 rockets coming over from uh, France that the Germans were firing over. Uh, the problem was D-Day happened the 6th of June. Yeah. And by the time this saw service, they actually had to overrun all the V1 sites. So we never got a chance to shoot down a V1 ever. Oh. But you just get different stories about different things. How do you get this? Uh, here. Ah, just, uh, we went to England. That's actually my first artillery piece I ever bought. And uh, that's about 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Mm. So uh, I would have picked a ton of potatoes when I was eight years old. And, and, and uh, I would have got paid 20 punt. And then I would have gone to Dublin uh, with my family and, and um, we would have all gone up there as a day trip and I would have bought a gas mask or a helmet and that's, that's right. I just kept. So it was just your, yeah, so like it was just my thing. Like me collecting match, match boxes or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Slightly more um, ambitious. Uh, all the pictures these on the photographs, wall. wow. Now they're all, uh, what, what they are, are actually Russian soldiers who fought in World War Two, and what happens is it's, they're called the Immortal Regiment and we have all their Russian families are now living in Ireland. So their memory is kept alive and their story is told every year, especially on, on the second weekend of May because that's when they celebrate uh, victory uh, over the, the, the Germans. So, uh, and they, they come here and have a big celebration. Oh. So, but every one of them, there's a story told and that story is kept alive. Yeah. And oh, that's it's lovely. It always remembers it, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, this section we're going into now is we're going into the new extension. Uh, the lights are all off. Yes, here this for is dark. Reason. This is a motion sensor. So, uh, oh, so I, the I lights come. Okay. I have all the motion sensors covered. Okay. So they won't come on. They won't come on. No. So I don't. Like so we're looking at the evolution of the Irish Army here, and then you have Napoleonic there. Yeah. So you just see the way things have changed and and, and how things look, if you could see them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it down here now because it's dark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting creeped out already. 
I don't know how I talk myself into doing this. This is all lovely. I love all this bit, but I don't like the bit that's going to be coming when um when it gets dark. When it gets dark. <laughs> oh wow, this is amazing. So we've just opened up into this big hangar area with um a soldier hanging from a parachute above my head. That's an American paratrooper. We're now looking at the American section, so you have Dodge weapons carriers, you have American half tracks, you, you have Willis Jeeps, uh, you have uh, supply uh, equipment there, so you see Coca Cola, Chesterfield cigarettes, ammunition. And what an awful lot of people don't realise for every, every one soldier in the front line, it takes at least seven men to keep them there. And what I mean by that is, is you have the factory making the ammunition. So there's people working in the ammunition. They're getting the, the raw materials in. They're turning it into ammunition. Yeah. Uh, then it's been uh, put into boxes. It's been put into lorries. It's taken away from lorries, put onto trains. It goes to the coast. It's put onto the boats. It's brought across the, uh, the ocean. And then it's offloaded. And then it's, it's the same thing. It's all set out when you when you think about it when you think about it yeah, yeah. it's so like a yeah everyone soldier in the front line the seven behind them trying to keep them supplied wow you know so that's that's the way you, you, we look at things here like you know um they're all spare parts for for vehicles there and it's like uh, it looks like something out of a scene from mash yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well as i said like uh we, like we've picked up stuff from all over the world you know um went as far as finland um, and and as close as Drogheda, like Drogheda is only ten miles down the road, so we went into Drogheda and got an awful lot of stuff in there as well, like you know. Right. Somebody's playing my motorbike on the road. <laughs> <laughs> You're spooked out. I am spooked out because I've never done anything like this in my life. <laughs> well, the whole thing is just to relax uh, and 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 stay close to the gang. Um, I'd be here now and, and I have to say when we were building the museum now uh, and, and I often saw things like I thought we had an intruder one night and I, I saw somebody running across there but there was nothing and, and I was here one evening talking to somebody and I could see them jump back and I said somebody ran behind me and they went yeah and, and they looked and no, nothing here at all you know you'll see stuff like that you know um, this is a, an American half track it weighs about nine ton um, this is what I call a midlife crisis <laughs> um, because I bought it for me at my 40th party and, and um, that's it there. So they were known as, as uh, Purple Heart boxes because when you got wounded in the American army, you got a Purple Heart. Yeah. And the reason for that was it was it's just flat metal and, and the bullets, as, as an officer said one day, he says, how protected are you in them? And, and a, a private said, very well, sir. Uh, bullets come in one side, ricochet around a little bit and then go out the other side. <laughs> so... Okay, so, so that was a, a project gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they're, they're, it's the only one in Ireland. No, uh, no and where did you, here. where did you get it from? Um, I got that um, in, in it's very in impressive. England. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a lovely machine to drive. Uh, everything here drives. Oh, you actually drove this? Oh, we drove, we drove everything here. Wow. Everything here drove. You know. And so. how'd you get over on the ferry or something? Yeah, we drove around to the boat. Uh, you must have looked some sight. I was very funny. I'm it sure it was. I know we great cracked in it, you know. <laughs> you know so. And when people come here, do you show them around and tell them the, or does somebody, or do you? Well, well before COVID, yes, and yeah. we we were all the time doing tours, and the tour would take about an hour and fifteen minutes. But what we do now is we go anti-clockwise, and and we meet people and we talk to them and we say to them what they're looking at because we can't uh, um, have a build-up of people, so you have yeah. to keep everything socially distanced. And and you'll see on the ground the whole way around the entire museum, it's all yeah. socially distanced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. They're actually made from a template of a landmine. Oh, 
so so not, you're really keeping it I, in, in yeah, theme it's a bit of crack you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're two meters <laughs> so that's like the, the German half track um, that was got off a man in England going through separation didn't want his wife to have it so I wonder why his wife would even want it because he because he, <laughs> he liked it <laughs> that's that's what we find <laughs> yeah that sounds like a, a, mar- a marriage that didn't um, it wasn't going well yeah and it's uh, not an amicable separation uh, <laughs> oh, look at all the medals well this is all French Foreign Legion um, so this is uh, one of the largest selection of, of uh, French Foreign Legion uh, awards in Ireland uh, I think it could even be the only one but these all belong to a very good friend of mine Aidan Darcy from Ballinasloe and that's his own private collection of French Foreign Legion so oh. it's it's covering from, from uh, World War II uh, Indochina to modern day uh, French Foreign Legion you know right brilliant um, we're going now into Vietnam so uh, God you really you've got it all covered well we're doing a bit you know and, and what we like is it's up close and personal we'll head on up to the British section of World War II okay <laughs> God, this is amazing. So this is all British, just, just gives you an idea. Um, the BSA motorbike, BSA stands for Birmingham Small Arms. Uh, if you were from Birmingham, they always said that BSA stood for the best scrap available. <laughs> and if you're in the Irish Army or the British Army, uh, they always said that BSA stood for a bloody sore arse. <laughs> uh, BSA also made push bikes. That's an infantry push bike, World War II. Uh, Irish Army were using them up until the 1970s. Oh God, we got the push bikes. They got the motorbikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they made a boat, like, uh, and then they made a bike that you could throw over an airplane. So everybody thinks falling bikes happened in 1960s, 1970s. There's one up there, 1942, and that would have been put on its own parachute and thrown over an airplane. And then the idea was, when you got on the ground, you opened it up, tightened the two nuts uh, by hand, and, and cycled off into combat. But what an awful lot of people don't realise you could pick up a half ton of equipment or a three quarter of a ton I was going to say how would you carry a lot of stuff on that yeah, well you see it's, it's like there you are that, that's what it'll fall out like uh, mm-hmm. so you just put stuff in the handlebars yeah, you know like yeah. uh, the Vietnam War that's how they moved most of the equipment up through the uh, up through the, 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 the trailers was by push bike and, and bamboo sticks and the guys were just two guys on a bike pushing the equipment up you know uh, and then we're finishing off with the Gulf War God, you got right up as far as the Gulf War. Yeah, um, the only vehicle in the entire museum I don't own is that there's the ferret. And it uh, belongs to a very good friend of mine, Aidan Darcy from Ballinasloe. And the reason it's here is very simple. Aidan's son said, Dad, will you please, please, please stop bringing me home from school? <laughs> and, and he used to pull up outside the school on a nice day. And the son would have to hop onto the hub of the wheel, onto the wheel, onto the bonnet and get in and put the helmet on. And go right down. There's no cars coming. Well, that takes it. embarrassing parents to the nth degree. Oh yeah, but, yep, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, Aiden, Aiden then decided when he was getting rid of that, he'd buy the dream car. And Aiden's very economical, and 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 he's always thinking of saving a few pound. So he bought a smart car. So well, the first day he got the smart car it was a nice day. His, his son came out of school and looked at him and looked at the car and he put the bag into the car and said, "Let's not walk home." <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just get an idea, but you know, yeah. it's it's it's, uh, it's a bit of fun. But but uh, those things do happen, you know. And I've, we've seen it. We've seen it. We've heard it, and and uh, wouldn't be surprised about it at all. Um, okay. <laughs> well, that was really brilliant, and I like to thank William so much for showing me around um, his fantastic museum but now it was down to business as William leaves and the seven of us head back into the museum for the fun and games 
and um, we record everything and we listen back to everything and see if we miss something you know sometimes you can pick things up and that you don't you know hear with your own ear at times um so the lights are all off now and yes and we're we're, we're ready to go and we're ready to go and there's how many of us are there seven there's seven of us here Mm-hmm. we're in a bubble <laughs> we're in a bubble and we're the only bad thing is that with with our um restrictions i won't be able to jump into sharon's arms <laughs> <laughs> you put that down somewhere for so what are we doing now we're gonna do a recall it okay does anybody here with us tonight can you make yourself known we come tonight to speak to any spirits that are here in the building If there's anybody wants to come through and tell us your story, please do. We mean no harm and we come with respect. My name is Sharon. My name is Rob. My name is Eric. My name is Harley. My name is Anthony. My name is Elaine. And we're all here to listen to your story. Have you the Oculus on, Elaine? Just tell us if anything comes up on. Base. Base. We got base. What's base? If you show. Military base. We got base. So usually they can use this, um, they can manipulate this here and use the words to make, to fo- or use the letters to form words. So we've got base. It's the surveillance camera. You can't do nothing about it. Oh, the surveillance camera? Right, okay. Yeah. We're here. What looks like a military base. Could you give me a name? So what is it? Did that Did that write? Did something write base? Mm-hmm. It's used the words in there. This has... It's a dictionary yeah. The wee machine will go through all the words um, and you'll find words that will be relevant to where we are. And what are those little dots that are up at the top? That's 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 it, the, uh, that's it going through the dictionary and hopefully more will come up there. Yeah. Okay. More words will come well, up we'll as, we, as we go through. You will on this hear some radio come through. Can you turn it up and off? That's going to be a that's that's gonna be So a is this just uh, to have a frequency? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is forwarding and reversing over the radio waves, the radio frequencies, and um, hopefully we'll get some words. You might hear an odd radio sound, but we're looking for, you know, that's radio. We're looking for um, something in the dead Something, air. yeah, something yeah. different. It's cold here. Yeah. I do, yeah, yeah, it's just very cold all of a sudden. I think it's up the temperature here. It has. Can you tell me what comes next? Eins, zwei, drei. <gasps> What's that fear? Uh-huh. Sounded like fear, didn't it? Eins, zwei, drei, fear. Eins, zwei, drei, fear, fünf. Sieg, sieben. Acht. Can you tell me what comes next? Nine. <gasps> Did you hear that? <laughs> Okay, so we're going into the other room now, past the bicycles. I don't know why anybody would choose to do this. 
Who's coming for me? Who? This is my favorite, favorite area down here. There's a three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You must be. Are you, not, are you really not scared? No. <laughs> and Elaine, see if you can get one piece of good audio or something um, on a, an investigation. You know, we're happy with that. You know, when you watch the likes of the TV shows and whatever, like that's all condensed into into the episode or whatever. Whereas yeah. we're happy enough if we get one good piece of audio or a, a bit of ph- photographic evidence or something like that. So yeah, hopefully yeah, before the night's it over, it would be recorded over maybe three or four days and then put into half hour. hour. Yeah. Sure. Right. Will we do a circle and get some energy going? A circle. What's that? We join hands in a circle, but I know you've that, so I'll let you. Okay. We'll keep you. You'll be safe out of the circle. Nothing's going to run off you. <laughs> well, uh, I'm trying <clears> to find the best place that I can be not standing with my back to anything. Probably here. You can go in the middle of the circle, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you're in the middle. You're probably more protected. Yeah. Really? Okay, now, I feel, now this feels really weird. Now you want to call out and say we grab the woman in the middle of the circle. <laughs> Okay, so we'll all close our eyes. You don't have to, Elaine. You can keep watch. Okay, I'll keep watch. Okay, okay we're here at the military museum. Oh, that's outside. That's outside. That's a, a motorbike. We're here to talk to you. We're here to communicate with any spirits that want to come through or anybody that wants to come through. Don't be afraid. Come forward and make yourself known. I heard that. Yeah. You can hear what? It sounds like walking. Do you hear that? That's you making, it was like footsteps. Listen. This is what I heard when you were in there. Come closer. Oh, please don't. (laughs) You can hear some sort of movement. Can you come closer to us? I thought I saw something up there. Where? Up there. Like movement. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, we will protect you. Okay, we're going to try this. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the noise. We're just um, trying to find the best way for you to communicate. You can pick whichever is your favourite. Yeah, yes, I'll do that's it. That's it, okay. Gateway. Said what? Gateway. Gateway when you're at the door? I thought it said could be a okay. port, could be a portal or anything. Well, we stand over there. It said walk. Walk. Yeah. Are we able to go through there? No, that's, I'm a, that's an exit. That's outside. Okay, well, maybe they want us to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting away that easy. So we did. We're right beside a door, and it said gateway. You know, and they might see it as a gateway. 
and it's telling us to walk, but unfortunately we can't walk through there. The whole alarm system might go off with it. Start opening the door. The walkway could be the door. Could be at the front of the door, and you just walk through it. Okay, it's all starting to kick off here. Okay, so we've got we've got living and British British Club living. That's what it says on the screen. And Sharon is going to take a photograph of that now and send it to me. And we're beside the exit door mm-hmm. where they told us to walk. Where they told us to walk a minute ago. What are we getting? Footsteps, there. Oh, I wonder if I need this. Okay, this is like night at the museum. <laughs> Okay, we were just listening. Well, it is literally night of the museum, yeah. right? <laughs> same, same Try the SV 11 here. Yeah. Can you tell me what this is used for? Well, obviously, like it's a radio, but I'd like to hear it from you. Dead. Dead. That's what it said, dead. Yep. No, dead. dead. Definitely dead. I heard that. Yeah, that's like footsteps. Yeah. yeah it's like footsteps. Are you, are you videoing? Yeah. I got two. Oh. Yeah. There's very clear footsteps. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else in here with us? So it's over here. Something happened on the window lately. Oh, this is really scary. Is it the door? Wait, we're all here. It's the top I was going to say, no, it's not the door. It's the door. It's not the it's room. Not. No, it's, it's, it's like higher. No, it sounds, sounds like the back of this. Yeah. Uh, it's a tree. There was like a screen there or something. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh. Tree. Yeah. Oh, There's nobody else here. Yeah, here it's like loud screams. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's, if that's sheep. I don't know if that's sheep or not. It could be sheep from oh, outside, you know. Good point. The hope. It's <laughs> oh, I got my hope somewhere. <laughs> no, but you don't want screams. True here. <laughs> but the banging is. Yes. Good. No. It's that's definitely not sheep. No. It's so great. Definitely not sheep. That's gone to true. Cool. That is sheep. Sheep. Yeah. yeah. True. What? We're going to debunk that one. Definitely. <laughs> Is that you banging? Oh, I don't like this at all. No, it's definitely not him. It's not the test. It is the test. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's Yes. It's that tin. What tin? That their wall is like like plastic tin type thing. Because when you tap it. Yeah, that's the noise. That's it sounds like so something's yeah. actually tapping. Yeah. But it sounds like it's it's there. in it's in behind this van. Because you stand in this corner, it comes from in behind the van. 
and there's no, no there's nobody here, only us. Yeah. The only thing I need to say that wall is I said wall. Yeah. Unless there's somebody outside. Yeah, but those were in here. They couldn't top the tin though. It would be having the brick. Yeah, that's true. No, no, it is tin. Oh, so the actual wall there yeah. is tin. Oh, okay. So it could be somebody outside. Yeah, but, but it's dead. I'd hardly think it because well. he would see it from the outside on the cameras. William's camera's right around, so if there is, he'd be able to see them. Yes. <laughs> if we move away, can you come back and make that sound for us? Told me his drum banged. Did they start, um, those drums start banging? They yeah. have before, yeah. The one over there, and we're like, we're over there, and unless you thumped. And yeah. I went back over and I took a picture, and in the second picture, there's a big, massive orb above the drum, and the first and third picture, there was nothing. And like, um, Counting Stone was also quiet here, apart from the drum that time. Like, oh, that. <laughs> it was so loud. Give us quite the fright. <laughs> putting it mildly. But indeed. I think we were standing in a circle over there. That's what happened. We were standing in a circle. Well, we'll do that. We'll do a bit of circle work. Yeah, no more circles. I don't, I don't like the circles. Yeah. Well, we'll do the circle here then. Okay, everyone's going to be in, going in a circle now again and going to hold hands and close their eyes and conjure something up. Okay. Right, so now everybody's going in the circle again. Oh, they're rubbing their hands. We're going to get the energy going. That, oh, that's for the energy. Okay. Frat just going blind, everybody. Yeah, Frat is going to turn off his light now. I'm going to keep an eye out while they all have their eyes closed. That was me. Please come forward. That was... Was that that tapping again? Okay, what time? What time of the night is it? What time do they usually... It's 20 past 11. 20 past 11. Okay, it's coming towards the witching hour. Elaine, thank you. (laughs) It is very exciting, though, I have to say. You can play a game of Games for the Hour. Hide and sit. We'll play hide and sit. Oh, who done that? Well, it was not like you said, oh yeah. No, I thought, thought it was, was, was that I you? Swear, no. Did you not just say that? that? Was, I thought that was Elaine talking. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Was that not you? No. That, was, that was nobody. Okay. I swear on my children's life. I actually thought that was one of you. I, uh, I thought it was Elaine over there. I thought it was Elaine. The voice was very. That was quite distinct. That, that was quite yeah. Because we thought it was one of them, but yeah. Just like well, uh, that'll have come up on this. I hope. Hopefully. Because this recording, if you could hear it on his one, my, this is quite is, is good. That re- like, is that like? Does that cover a bigger sort of? Yeah, it's area? just good. It's just a. It's just Clear. a good recorder. Yeah. In fact, the funny thing is, when I was recording, I didn't tell Sharon this when I did the podcast with her, and I was listening back. Yeah, I heard something in the background. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I replayed it about five times, and I could still hear it. Was it? Was it just a voice? Yeah, it was a voice, and it was just something. It just whispered something. You see, Sharon, she's. I was in her house. Yeah, she's been doing this so long. So, 
the likelihood of something following your touching to you some way is very high, you know. Oh God, don't say even, that. Even though we... It wouldn't we, we attach do, to us here, would no, it? No, we do. We take precautions, you know, to stop that type of thing happening. How do you take precautions? Well, we would do like sort of like a healing prayer at the start and at the end. I haven't just, done that. No, well, at the end. You only have to do it once. Okay. If you, that's only if you want to do it. I definitely want to do it. No, I, I, we don't, we don't, we very rarely do it here, but and nothing's followed, nothing has attached itself to me. Okay. You know, so I, th- I think the spirits here are quite a lot more. This I think, is where it, I think it's more was. of a residual haunting than like a than a what's what I'm looking for intelligent. Yeah. The intelligent ones will, you know, they'll 100 percent have a full scale conversation with you. Really? Here, I think. Have it's you a mix had of that both. before? Oh yeah, 100 percent. Definitely. Oh yes, we've had that before many times. Like, whereabouts would that be? Somewhere where I'm not going, that's for sure. God. We've, I mean, we've been to loads of places now, like, just all around the country places that, that Sharon has been to before and, you know, stuff along that line. Yeah. Um, I've had, like, we have, me and Harry have only been in the team now about, probably over a year now nice. only. And the stuff that I have witnessed really in that amount of time is mind-blowing, yeah. Like what? Like, oh, I've been scratched. I've saw shadows. I've heard whistling. I've heard growls. Oh my god! It's and why do you madness. come back for more? It's almost like an addiction. Why did you start doing it in the first place? I'm my myself and my mum is very into the paranormal. Okay. Always have been. Ghost Adventures on TV, Most Haunted, The Conjuring, Friday Night, the the usual, yeah, horror movies. I love it all. Like, but still of all. This doesn't scare me as much as a horror movie would. Yeah. Weirdly enough. But yeah. You kind of get a little bit more relaxed when you're in there. Yeah, yeah. You see, the spirit sort of, you know, if it's a, if it's a, you know, if it's a spirit that doesn't really want to do you any harm, it would have a, a more relaxed atmosphere. But if it was something, you know, a bit more intense, you could, you can feel it. You can feel the uneasiness and the, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, when I in there now, to be honest, I didn't feel that there was a few spots where I felt, co- you know, a yeah. bit cold. Yes. But apart from that, I didn't feel any. Yeah, thing. any, any, any yeah. sort of malicious. And, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I yeah. definitely not. Not in this building, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Um, they sort of just, if anything, they sort of just want to tell their story. So, yeah. And that's what we're here for. Anything sort of, anything like this, I think most people enjoy, you know, hearing the stories about, mm. you know. Things that people are, yeah. other, most people are probably afraid to do as well. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I always say, like, it takes you to do it yourself, to understand. You know, mm. it's all right listening about it and seeing it on TV, but until you're there, yeah, you'll not experience it for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. I love it, like. I would prefer to spend my weekends doing this than going out to the pub. a party or something. <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy, but hey. And Elaine, how did you get involved in ghost hunting? Um, well, I always, I suppose, like as a child, would have had a, an interest in. I would have heard my granny telling ghost stories and stuff, and I was always the one, granny, tell more, tell more. Um, and then when I was about three or four, I was in bed and I, I seen a man standing at the bottom of my bed and I went down and said to my mummy, mummy, I seen a man at the bottom of the bed and she was like, 
Ockeroy head and she sent my daddy up to check anyway but there was no nobody there but she asked me to describe this man and I described the man and I said that he had a ring um, a black stone ring an oval and he was stroking it and he was just smiling at me um, and my mum looked at my daddy and I was describing the ring that my granda had so you hadn't known that. And I didn't know that. So there you so go. that was that your yeah, interest? Yeah, so that made my interest um, in ghosts and paranormal, everything. I love watching anything with ghosts. And I love Darby O'Gill, you know, the banshee. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I was like, I used to get the tape rewinded to watch this banshee over and over again. I thought it was brilliant. But and you didn't seem it. the slightest bit scared in there. Have you been doing this for a while? Um, well, we have, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't be scared. Be more stuff and happens. You, you seem you seem more interested in what anything. It doesn't seem to like, like you you're happy enough to like wander kind of wander off yeah. on your own and stuff yeah, like that. Sometimes yeah. when you wander off, you may pick up things a bit yeah. better, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Fra? How did you start? Or well, I used to live in Belfast, and the house I grew up in was actually haunted. I just really started from there. Yeah. Yeah, I moved up to Newry, I got into the ghost hunting. And that's how I met Sean and Ali and Liam. Yeah. Oh, you've been doing it for a while too? Good, good five years, four or five years. And it's a, a great way to spend a Friday night. Yeah, a good bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alcohol free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going around everybody here. <laughs> I did not want to get I'm Eddie. Yeah, Eddie. So, uh, I've always seen things from a, from a no age. So there seems to be a common theme going on here. Yeah. Everybody seems to have had experiences. A house, a house that I that I had built then was was haunted. I'd built a house. It was in middle middle of nowhere, and I'd get on to different different paranormal investigators. And I had knew Sharn at that time. I knew Sharn years years before, but because of the house been haunted, and there was an article at the time that Sharn had been living in a house was haunted, and I got talking to her. And I, I've been in it from then. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not escaping over there? It keeps me out of trouble at the weekends. Harry. Well, you don't have to, but you, you don't want to be the odd one out, do you? <laughs> tell us, Harry. Just tell us how you got involved in ghost hunting. I think it was the same, like, um, younger, like, watching TV shows, like, Most Haunted, and I always, like, find it interesting that things maybe was there that you can't see. So then I met Anthony in college. And we got into finding Sean. Where were you in college? In Armagh, the SRC. Okay. And um, we found out then that Sean had a group. And we seen him on Facebook. And they're doing Bember Prairie. And we said, let's go to it. So we went to it. And then we saw things that happened that I thought was interesting. So we went to every other investigation they've been on since this day. And then we were asked to be part of the team. And we said, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't scare you either? No, I don't think so, no. But it depends on what situation you're in. Like, if you start to feel a bit threatened, then it's good to have somebody Have you there. ever been anywhere where you felt threatened? Like, you really wanted to run? I mean, here seems very calm. There doesn't seem to be anything... Um, yeah. Any 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 danger. There doesn't feel like there's anything, you know, that wants to harm you or anything like that mm-hmm. here. But have you ever been in a situation where you've 
you've said, right, I really want to get out of here. The Encumber House, I think, there's like a night house and it has a really eerie feeling when you're in it. And it's a part of the room in the back that you hate having your back to. And I just feel like there's something there that maybe doesn't want us to be there. So it does feel a bit on the edge. But that's why when you're in the, the group together, it's. but if, if I went out there on my own, I wouldn't do it. It is yeah. very creepy. Um, but that's probably the... I don't like. Yeah. But I, I've been to loads of... Like, I've been to like... Uh, Lep Castle. And I was supposed to be the most haunted castle in Ireland. Yeah. And I thought it was fine. It was fine, yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't expect to be... I thought it would be scary. I thought something would happen. But nothing that I thought would threaten to be... Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I suppose, And there's a real camaraderie, I suppose. You're all, like, you're all like-minded. You're all... Yeah. Um, we're not weird, but to everybody else we're weird. But to us, we're all normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we all, like, clicked each other. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But and do you ever think now maybe you sort of spur each other on like if you say somebody sees a, a shadow or something like that and um you know but maybe it's nothing but you, everyone oh, will say oh yeah 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 I no I don't do that no and I prefer to be around people who will say the same thing like I rather somebody say like no I don't see something than say some just because somebody else said something yeah yeah because everyone's the evidence then yeah and I'm the I one... suppose when you have all your equipment and everything that's it. that's that's the evidence yeah yeah. Yeah, but then sometimes you don't the the device we have don't pick up things that we actually do see. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's one of them things. A common experience. A common experience. Everybody sees. Yes. Everybody. If everybody sees the same thing, then there's no way that that can be faked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that is your way of knowing that you definitely saw that. Those other people saw it as well. And do you feel that sometimes the spirits like down there, you know, that they'd be playing a few tricks on you and maybe not, the, um, you know, when the recording equipment isn't on or something like that, making a noise, but everybody saw it. And yeah, I mean, they can play a few much? tricks on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can also find sometimes that spirits will come through and, you know, it might not, they'll say that they're a child or, you know, a younger, you know, person, but they might not really be. They might be just saying that. Okay. You no, know, so they can trick you in that way as well, but the children do like to play the wee odd trick, and oh, you do get a, a I think couple. If I heard of... a child, I think I would be running for the hills. <laughs> There's nothing scarier than the sound in, in any horror you film can, or yeah. anything. Oh, children, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree with you personally, but um, no, you can't get the odd mischievous spirit yeah. that'll like. But it's the... also really sad when you think about it. I mean, these are all people that have passed. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's just good, and especially if it's children, like you know, yeah, there's a sadness there. You know, yeah, because yeah. some of the some, some of the stories coming through from from, from the spirits, yeah. like there's people maybe they've lost. Mm-hmm. So like maybe say yourself, if you were if you were at one somebody, somebody could could come across that you know, and tell you personal stuff, or maybe if there was an answer that you wanted to know, if it could be anything. Yeah, it, it can be, it, it can be very emotional. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people can get and get things out of it. It's not ju- it's not just the scary factor of it. It's, it's, it's an emotional factor of it too. Yeah. Message, yeah. Just, they're just giving a message. Yeah. But you also have lost souls as well, though. Yeah. yeah do you think there are there? Are, fully transferred over to well, that that's side. it. That's what I was wondering. Like sort of in limbo. Yeah, we have we have come across them, and we have worked with mediums mm-hmm. to bring that person finally over to the other side, mm-hmm. in this part world. But sometimes there's ones that are trapped, and they're so sad because they can't see the family. Sometimes they don't know. Yeah, you know, they don't really. They don't. They don't understand that. They won't. They won't come to the acceptance that they pass away. They still know? think they're living. They still think they're. That's the the, the others. Yeah. 
Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the others. <laughs> so now we're off again and we're going into the other side of the museum. I thought I was getting off, but no, back we go. Oh, that's the room where they show videos. It's like being buried alive. It's silent and it's like so quiet and darkness. It's like literally being buried alive. Okay. <laughs> and you can hear like talking, you can hear chairs moving. And you're just it. like, oh my God. <laughs> That's everybody's dream, it's being buried alive. Yeah. <laughs> people are insane. You people are insane. <laughs> oh no. I'm staying, with the, staying with the light. <laughs> yeah, definitely a torch is what you need. Looking at all these photographs, it's so strange that I was walking through here earlier on that with with the lights on. Although there were none down in this passageway, but um, uh, it looks a lot different in the dark. Maybe it does. Yeah. That that guy uh, hanging from that parachute is is freaking me out. All I did. I didn't. So we're going upstairs now. I wasn't up here earlier. Anybody here would like to communicate with us? Could you say something or, or move something, please? Just let us know you're here. I just saw a shadow there. Down in that other section down there. It went past the door. If he wants to leave, could you make a loud bang? Oh, for sure. Oh, the complete devil has walked over my grave. Is there something behind me? Are you behind me? Okay, what are we doing with the glass? We'll go do the glass, walking away. It's basically, it's almost like a seance. Oh, so no. you put your fingers on the glass no, and you have a no, yes and no and the spirit guides you to yes and no. Are they not the things that they come home with It's different that? to a Ouija board. It, it is completely different. the glass at the end? No. No, 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 no. As long as you close... I'm not going to be the last one. I if you close the circle, then that's it. It's done. Nothing will follow you back. That's the part. Number one round. I was closing. Okay. So don't worry you're not pushed anything you don't want no, to. No, 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 absolutely. If you don't want to, then absolutely fine. Not every day is a stormtrooper. Where did I go? Did I just hear that? No. Why? Did that just move? I lifted that and I said, I heard a man's voice talk to me. No. Is that not Eddie? Oh, jeez. I just picked that up and dropped that. I thought that said something to me. That's a thought. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that actually gave me a heart attack. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't need more. Yeah, I just had the gate table. Now everybody take a nice seat. Well, we could try the glass. You could have to. Well, just even just the yes and no, and then we don't look like it's a big sounds. Okay, if there's any spirits here with us tonight, could you please come through and help us move the glass? Make your presence known to us whatever way you feel best. Mm -hmm. Very loud. 
Is there any spirit in the room would like to communicate with us? If so, can you move the glass? Can you move to yes for us if you're with us? If you want to communicate, can you move to yes? If you don't, just go to no and we'll stop. Come on, move the glass because we have to go home soon. Yep. If you want to say something, now's your time. That's moving a bit. Mm -hmm. Come on. It's building up. Come on. The glass is moving now. Very slightly. Use the energy we've built up in the room. Come on, you can use... Or use the energy, the energy that's around this glass. I use the energy from the torch. Move the glass to yes. So their fingertips are all just above the glass. And I can see that quite clearly. Come on. We're doing it. Do you want to think it is? We keep lifting our fingers off to show, you know, like we're not moving it. And then maybe that's, maybe we need to keep them on. Present. Jesus. Yep. Prison or prison? Prison, prison, prison. I think it was. Prison. Oh. <laughs> right back to the middle. Right to center. Oh. oh my god, it <laughs> just flew across yeah. towards the lane. Oh, there's no. a difference. And then it went to no. Have you a message for anyone? Around the table? If it comes near me, I swear to god. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Okay, have you just come to say hello? Doesn't know. I'm not sure about that. Come on. What, are you starting? Can you move the glass to where you're standing? Please. She was where you are. Who was that? Yeah, I can hear that. That was my fault, I think. Oh. Where are you in the room? Going My fingers turning with the glass. Yeah, it's moving round. Oh, is he <gasps> Yeah. Behind you. Okay. Are you standing beside me? It was weird because as soon as it rotated round, that click happened at exactly the same time. It was pointing in the other direction. Are you? Oh Jesus! So did I. What happened? Oh, here, no way. Are you attached to somebody in this room? <sighs> yeah. Who are you I attached to? I was thinking the same thing as you. Can you move the glass to oh, who you're something be- just my whole who you're body. attached to? That's what I got. I'm not even yeah. looking. There you go. There you are, Sarn. <laughs> One you. of your friends. I just feel heat. Oh, here's. Uh, Are you feeling heat? Comp- <gasps> I'm telling you. Your heart just moved. There you go. I'm, <gasps> oh. Look. I'm telling you. What? I can feel it at me. Your heart just moved up and down. <laughs> Did you I see? swear. I can feel it. Oh, okay. Are you, you having a wee look, oh, no, right? Like right, okay. okay. Okay, 
This is really freaky. Are you just having mm. a wee bit of crack with it? Well, I did say let's have some fun. Did you? Yeah. Um, Are you one of the soldiers? Are you a soldier? No. No. Okay. Are you? Did you work here? Oh. <gasps> um. Okay. Is my hair moving again? What? Are you touching Sharon's hair? Nice in the shadow, I think, imposter. Yeah. Okay, it's all kicking off here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, Liam? There's yeah. a door banging downstairs. There's nobody here. The door's locked. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something moved my hair. Did I, I, it was. It was on me. It was. I just felt it just all, all over me. Have you got a message for me? No. Did you get laid, laid the rest a couple of months ago? Slowly. Did you get buried a couple of months ago? And did you used to work here? Take the glasses. Stopped. It, it said yes. It went straight yeah. to yes the last no. time. Yeah. Do you, do you mind us being here? No one. No, oh. it doesn't mind us being here. But it's still a Sharon's neck. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. There's two. There's one behind me, but there's something out there too. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Said yes. Is he telling us? Is he telling us that? Yeah. There, there's somebody so. else here. Is there? Oh. Is there a oh, soldier with it. us too? I think he's telling my us. Phone. <laughs> I know no, you. In case I need to whack something. Well, that's not help. Oh. Are we safe? Oh no! Come on, go straight. Come on. Yeah, Please. Please. <laughs> we've always been. Answer. We've always been safe here. Yeah, here's a good place. Here's a good place. Here's a good place. Oh, yes. Okay. And he said he worked here. Yeah. How do you know the abuse? Abuse. Abuse. And the things and going the thing off. went off exactly exactly the same, same time. Yeah. Ask it was it abuse. Is there somebody here that was abused in the room that has passed over? Were they abused here? Could be the woman that was going through. Oh, oh. good. Okay. Like the center. Sorry, I asked a question. Was it yes? Yeah. Oh, what, what would you, you have been? Famine? Did you live in, did this female live in the times of the famine? Do your stomach like no? Nope. I can hear like something behind them, like that shirt looking, or your one of them shirts looking. I haven't moved. Not the famine then. Was it uh, so? It, was it after the famine? Yeah. Was it anything to do with the war? Was it during war times? Where's she going? Is still a man, man here. Is, is he answering man? for her? Yeah. Maybe it was him. It's still a man here. Yeah. How do you know? I just 
That is velvet. That was her stomach. That was your stomach. Right? Yeah. Okay. Did you come here with someone? Like, what did you ask? He says, did you come here? No, you no, said. No, what did you say before? before that? Says, is the man. Is the man still here? No, I said. I no. Said, no. Okay. So is this the lady we're talking to? Yeah, but is he just saying that? I don't think. I'm sure. Is it? Is it the lady? Is it a lady? Yes. I just I heard, heard a woman that saying thing. yes. I heard. Oh, okay. It was very low. But, but it was. Yes. It was, yes. yes. Yeah. My hands are freezing. So is yeah. mine. Oh, my, boiling. my whole face feels red raw. I'm on this torch and these hands are freezing so. Through my hands. Where are you standing in your room? Oh, are you attached to the land? Did you live local? I wouldn't be the nurse, no. Mm. Do, she didn't live local, did she? She did She's come with the, with the army stuff. She worked. Oh, she was attached to the ambulance was she not, or something. Yeah, because there's like, we've already asked somebody who worked here, but I don't know if it's the same person now. This person did work here, remember? Yeah. Is that person still here? It doesn't seem to know. You don't know. Yeah. Is the person that Fra was saying about that worked here, is it still the same person as on the America. last? Oh, America. America. You're from America. Are you from America? But you see before that door. Yeah. There you go. Ooh, oh, oh, here. Yeah. No, this is somebody to, different. This is somebody different. America. Somebody okay. Soldier. Yeah. It could Are be you? that guy on the radio. Is oh, this male? Have we a male? No. It could be American, maybe, but it's stronger the, the than the other person. Yeah. Are you an? Are you the nurse? Are you a nurse? An American nurse. Or a nurse from America. She could be a soldier. American soldier. Don't think they would have been. A, oh well, There's later on. There's uniforms down there. Was Are you an American soldier? I swear to God, I heard somebody say no there. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Like, yeah. There goes no, my Herbie. No, no. Okay. So a nurse then? Oh, it's him <gasps> snoring. Did you hear that? That's him snoring. Oh, it's him. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> was that not you? Oh, that breath there? Shut up. That was a full on. Did you not go? That? I didn't hear anything. <gasps> yeah, that's the exact. Anybody recording? Yeah. I'm recording. I thought it came from behind. Are you moving around the room? It just keeps pointing in random directions. No, I'm. I thought I got there. Yes, I was right. What was it doing now? It was just um. Well, that's usually laughing. Yeah. Well, as well as having a look at it. Is that what that means? Like, if it's, usually it says if it's circles, it's laughing. I don't really or like it laughing at Sometimes it goes slowly right round and has a look at everybody. No, because I sort of there's this in between, it's behind me. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. I can hear this side of you and I can Where's hear it here. He's there. And now somebody's touching my leg. Is this somebody different yeah, we're talking to? He did get up there. He's oh, he's there. Here. Oh. Is I think it... you just appear in random places, actually. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is something It's a stronger. Um, I can't how, how can you tell? An American. It feels different on the feel, glass. Yeah. So you can feel that. Some people force, have like that, that feel, has yeah. that like gift thing yeah. that yeah. they can feel certain things. You can just, you can, you just know when it's somebody. Just for the record, there's no way I'm putting my finger on that glass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, no. oh. And you're fine. Uh, okay. Yes, no. Well, that thing's going off, that temperature thing. Right, okay. So, 
What was that? None of the same kind. Very good. Have you a message for anybody in the room? That's the third time. It's the third time it said abuse. Third time. That never. Have you ever seen? God. Have you ever seen that before? I've never seen that twice. I've never seen before. Okay. Um. Okay. Your hands are cold. And this on this torch, and I'm still freezing. My hands are freezing. Okay. Okay. Ice cold. Do you know? Can you move the glass to? The other alien? No, no, please don't. <laughs> Do you know where the other alien is in the room? I feel like I'm like... It, it, there's a very high... I'm explode. My mm-hmm. face yeah. is real, real hot. What was that? That table vibrated? Like, as in like... like no, that was me. My no. arm's on it. No, but I actually feel like somebody had like, like topped it. I didn't right. feel that. No. Oh. My, I literally heard, felt like the whole Did thing. Did you like, top the table? Not sure. Uh, that feels that's something different. Yeah, it feels like, mm-hmm. like not it's not like. as strong. Is it somebody else that's come through? Can you give your name on the machine that's on the table? Can you try? Yes. Okay. Give us your name. We're going to have to go soon, but can you... Is there anything we can help you with? Oh, jeez, That was no the way. fourth time it said Hi. that. And I said, can I help you with? Can we help yeah. you with? Mm-hmm. So how, how, do how you... can we... How can we... I've never seen that. Do you, you know who did this to you? Do you know who did it? Still knocking behind you. I'm telling you, I know for a fact it's her. Like, I... Yes. Okay. Okay. On the yeah. bridge. It's actually here. It's actually right here. I know for a fact it is. Okay. Can you? Like, oh, near here. Look at. Right, we need. We need. A, we need. A, if that happens again, then the, the, I think we need. A, that, that's never done that before yeah, ever. Yeah. I've never heard that. Do you know? If you were abused, we're very sorry it ever happened to you. But yeah. it shouldn't have happened. We are sorry. Can you say a different word through the box? Just so we know that it's. Can you try? See, we keep asking. Can we, can we do if you, what happened? Yeah. But, you know. I just want to make sure that, that has that's, never ever happened before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very hard every time we're out of it though. Yes. Oh, that's very strong. Yeah. Would you like us to pray for you when we're at home? Yeah, we can say we prayer. Do you want us to say we prayer? Or we can do we prayer now for you. Just think it's different. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, sure. Oh. It's looking, it's looking around the table. Okay, just... Oh, well. Just having a wee look round. We're going to have to say goodnight. Where's the goodbye? Yeah, get the goodnight out. <laughs> get primed. Yeah, we need the goodbye. Can you, can you say goodbye to us? Does that person... We needed to say goodbye. Can somebody ask it like... Is can it you say goodbye? Goodbye. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did you have to twirl that three times? Mm-hmm. Why is no, that? I just turned it. Just 
just I've seen it done. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to, to let just and um, turn the glass over and say our goodbye. Oh. As long as it says goodbye, you know. And if it doesn't say goodbye, put a glass. Has it ever not said goodbye? No. 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 Once it moves, sometimes if it doesn't move, it just doesn't move at all. But that 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 two those two things were going off. Know, you know, crazy. and then that was your going. But the thing is, I could feel it moving. The way that that's like that thing, right? It's like it's so I, you know what I mean? I get amazing. Class. Absolutely. It said truth. 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 That's the best night we've had here so far, I think. Yeah, like honestly, because that's there's like ridiculous stupid amount of evidence there. Like, well, I just want to say thank you to all Sharon and Elaine and Anthony and Eddie and Fra and Harry. Well, I really thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I just hope I get home in one piece now. Thanks for listening. Um, we left the museum at around 2am um, and I tailed Elaine's car all the way to the motorway. Um, thankfully, I made it home in one piece. I have to say, though, that that was the most interesting Friday night that I've ever had and I'm really glad that I did it. Um, I don't know if I'd be going back anywhere that was had any more menacing spirits, but I highly recommend the museum. Um, in daylight or with the Paravent crew. Um, whether you believe what we saw and heard was real or not, it certainly scared the bejesus out of me and, um, and was completely thrilling at the same time. Remember to keep getting all of your news from RMAI and I hope you join us for our podcast next time. From the I don't know what to say. I'm just speechless. To the I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. We see all sorts of life-changing moments at McKinney competitions. How would you react? Cars, houses, tech bundles, and more. From just two pounds a ticket. No purchase necessary. For competitions, rules, and conditions, see McKinneyCompetitions.com.